Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, crypto nerds of all ages, today we have a guest. We're going to talk about governance. We're going to talk about stable coins. We're going to talk about DeFi. The one, the only, the Guardian Riley is here today. Stay tuned. Now tuned in to the Crypto Nerd Podcast, brought to you by Citrus and AlgoFund. Be sure to like and subscribe. All right, Riley, thank you so much for stopping by the Crypto Nerd Studio today. How have you been? It's been about six months, I think, since we did our last interview. Yeah, I've been been really good. Literally, uh, you know, we were celebrating the launch of V1 six months ago. And then uh, pretty much two, three weeks after that, we were like, it's time to work on a V2. And so uh, now we're celebrating the launch of V2 together. Um, you know, it's finally up and, uh, you know, we're just really excited to be able to share a new set of products and features with the Algorand community. I'd love it. Let, let's start there. Let's dive into what's new. What, what can the community look forward to? Um, what improvements have you learned, um, you know, from, from V1 to V2? What's going on? Sure. So when we launched V1, right, we, uh, we just gotten funded, right? But the product was, you know, a result of, you know, innovating, if you will, for Algorand and building for Algorand without without funding. You know, we were just totally bootstrapped for the most part and got a lot of support from our investors and, you know, borderless in specific, right? And so that was the result of a much smaller team and building when there was no DeFi live, right? There's no Yieldly yet. There's yeah. no, there's no, you know. Totally different landscape then. What a difference six months makes. Right, 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 right. When we were launching then, you know, there there was AlgoFi and folks finance and stuff. But when we first yeah. started building and we had this idea, right, that's when there was no stable coins, there was no DeFi. It was just, you know, Algorand's moving really fast. And so it's it's great to be a part of that, right? But mm-hmm. uh, but again, the the big changes are um, we, we left a lot of opportunities on the table, right? Like we've made our UI a lot better. And so we're excited to have a platform that uh, you know, should should be a lot more intuitive for users to use. We also, uh, you know, buffed up our product suite and and made things a little bit easier for folks to get in and out of, right? Like we had some little things like partial repay that wasn't a possibility. And so folks would just have to like exit a position or add more collateral, right? Now you can, you know, you can still do those things, right? But you can also just do a partial repayment of what you've borrowed. Um, so that's just, you know, again, an oversight that you know, makes a big difference. And then we've got some bigger things like new products that um, should add a, a lot, a lot of value, not only for the Algorand community, but also I think folks that aren't currently in the Algorand community are going to are gonna see these uh, different products and think, okay, you know, I, I know what that is. You know, I, I think a lot of Algorand DeFi is very um, sustainability focused and our, our platform is absolutely focused on sustainability, right? But um, it's kind of like conservative when you compare it to other protocols, right? People are just um, building these very unsustainable protocols that are kind of like one-offs of of some of the most famous protocols that have ever been launched, right? And so they they just kind of try to suck as many people and suck as much liquidity up and, um, you know, do what they can to onboard a lot of people really quickly. And I think Algorand is, you know, a lot more of a let's get people on, let's make sure everything's sustainable, let's let's not rush to launch anything, right? And, and I, I think that's really important for the long term. Like, that's yeah. why we're all here in Algorand, right? Much we're more measured approach, I think, that just kind of keeps keeps it even keel the whole way through. Right, right. But that still doesn't mean we can't learn things from these other uh, from these other protocols that, that might not be as sustainable. And so, 
you know, from day one, we've, we've been distributing ownership of the protocol, but, but one of the other things that people love with stable coins is being able to stake them and get a yield, right? And so we yeah. figured out a way of being able to pay out protocol revenues to folks uh, who actually have our stable coin and stake it. And, um, and so that's just another feature that I think is going to get people really excited and, and add some value uh, to Guard. Okay. Let me ask you, is there a flurry of activity um, regarding, you know, when, when, when governance comes around, right? Do you see like a huge spike in activity and interest and people asking more questions every time, you know, governance rolls in? Yeah, so that's actually one of the other problems that one of our other products we, we, we aren't releasing it is that, you know, geared at trying to solve and that we're going to be trying to solve uh, in a multitude of different ways is how do we keep people engaged, you know, the whole year? I definitely think that kind of the week before and the first week of governance, like every quarter dependably is very busy. The other time is during votes, right? When people are voting, I think a lot of people check back in, see what's new, see what's been going on. But right, that's that is kind of one of the current, um, you know, called a problem, right? Opportunities for for growth in Algorand and growth in engagement is how do we make sure that folks keep coming back and engaging? And the way you do that is by adding an incentive, right? You know, we have to incentivize this and, and make there be real opportunities. And so we we're doing that uh, with the V two, and we're 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 definitely have some actually new ideas since even building out the new platform. And luckily, these are ideas we can add on that we think will actually get folks to keep coming back in addition to these other products that we'll be uh, releasing in the coming months. And um, yeah, no, okay. definitely, definitely an important question though and something that I think everybody needs to work on. One of the things that got me most intrigued with Algorand, not just intrigued, but really like engaged is the level of collaboration between projects. Uh, you know, we go to events like a Decipher or ETH Denver or you know, all, all of these and, and some of them virtual. We, we get together in our AlgoFam weekly chats and there's all these projects available that are that are interacting with each other. Um, what does collaboration look like for for you, for your team? Do you speak with some of the other, you know, DeFi stablecoin platforms or providers? Um, what are those discussions like? You know, what do, what do you do together and what do you what do you have friendly competition? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I think um, a big thing that's important to, to acknowledge right now is that Anyone doing well right now means that there's more opportunity for everybody to do well. So if Algify does well, Folks Finance does well, anybody else, uh, it's bringing more people into Algorand and creating more opportunities. So um, I definitely think that that's something that's important to start off with saying. But we, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, speak out of turn, right? But I, I think we've really collaborated with pretty much everyone in one form or another, and I feel like we've done a really good job of just trying to get as many different folks involved and, you know, share what we can. And, um, you know, whether it's from our, our starting in that Algorand Miami accelerator, accelerator, yeah. uh, right back, back, uh, September ish of last year, maybe it was October. I don't remember exactly. Time, time flies. Well, yeah. right. It's, I can't believe it's, it's been about a year either way. Um, but whether it's through all those those companies that you know some some are, are you know ones that people know about some might not be but you know Bendable was in that cohort Neo Moon's in that cohort Alchemon's in that cohort right and so we you know whether it's collaborating uh, in that environment whether it's been with different staking platforms we've partnered with we've now partnered with all three so there's Cometa um, Algo Stake and Yieldly and so we you know we started Algo Stake we. Uh, you know, Cometa's pretty new. We did a month with them to, um, you know, try it out, bring some of our users over there, hopefully 
build some excitement. And now we've got, you know, our Yieldly partnership going on, which we're really excited about. You know, Yieldly has an amazing community. So, um, you know, that's that's one way we've partnered with a lot of folks. Um, you know, then in regard to the lending platforms that are that are not our platform that are live, uh, we definitely speak with AlgoFine. There's, you know, hopefully some stuff in the works there. And then folks finance, we definitely have, um, with V2, we'll be launching um, G-Algo as a form of collateral uh, to borrow guard with. And so that'll happen in, uh, you know, our first week of being up. So by the time this interview's up, that might already be live. Oh, um, awesome. All right. We'll post so this quickly. Yeah, and then and then we'll be you know guard will be uh, you know saying you can use this collateral and and borrow against or borrow on folks finance as well. Uh, mm -hmm. By the time they launch their V two, I know that's coming. So more excitement. Um, yeah, I could I could talk all day. I mean, I, we've really spoken with everyone, and one of the funny things is that even folks that I haven't spoken to initially for work reasons, um, you know, or, or collaboration purposes, but I meet in the community, whether it's like you, you know, we've spoken about different things and I know yeah. you through crypto nerd, but now, you know, you're just such a, you know, uh, pillar, I guess, you know, with all these different things you've got going on, it's really awesome to hear about. And there's other stories like that too, you know, like I try to support NFT projects and I met uh, literally in the last week, the the founder of Alandia, which is a great platform. I met him just doing a, a deal. Yeah. So there's lots of opportunity and, you know, I, I really feel like um, spoken to almost everybody and, you know, tried, tried to figure out where those synergies are and where we can work together. Yeah. I would imagine, I mean, being where you're at now, um, I mean, guard could be used um, in, you know, anybody's, um, you know, system really. Uh, everybody doesn't need their own ASA. In a lot of cases, it makes sense to have a stable coin um, that is already serviced and has an audience and, you know, easily accessible and, um, you know, makes sense. So like I could see like an Olandia, you know, using that to, to you know, as their uh, lending protocol or, or lending, you know, fund currency, what have you, um, could make total sense. And lots of projects are like that. Um, so it's good to see out and about and kind of having those collaborations. I'm intrigued with the folks finance, um, you know, the G Algo Guard exchange, um, you know, when that starts, you know, is there is there any kind of uncomfortableness when speaking to competitors or how do those conversations start? Well, like like I said, I don't really view um, any other protocols as competitors right now, because, again, like I said, folks finance doing well, AlgoFi doing well, it's all good for us. And uh, at least folks finance, like let's just talk about one platform, right? You know, sure, we both we, we both want to offer solutions that make participating in governance more easy. But if somebody, um, you know, I, I still think our value proposition for governance is the best, and we can try about that more later. You know, we've got plenty of time. But when we talk about um, if they, from, from an Algorand's perspective of, you know, making Algorand better, boosting TVL, et cetera, mm -hmm. if folks want to use their platform, participate in governance, even though that means they don't get to vote, et cetera, uh, you know, the same way that you would typically or, or on our platform, get their G algo and bring it over to us. Then this user still participating in governance, getting that boost. If folks finance happens to have any other incentives, I don't know if this quarter they do, um, then, you know, those could get thrown in there and then bring the G algo over to us, mint some guard. And then uh, between our staking and other incentives that we'll have live, uh, you know, you get the best of both worlds, right? And that counts for Algorand TVL in multiple places now. And, um, I didn't think so about again, that. Yeah, that's go. great. 
Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of synergies with uh, with folks finance. So I, I I don't view them as competitors. And the same thing like with um, you know AlgoFi, right? They're again another lending platform, and they obviously have uh, their stable and and now stable too, right? They're they're working on their stable coin, and uh, you know obviously there's some competition there, but I, I think that the kind of user who wants to use stable is going to choose that, and the type of user who wants you know very transparent over collateralized stable coin is going to come over and use guard. Um, and I, again, like, I think there's, there's value adds for both. Right. And, uh, yeah. regardless, um, if you can use guard on their platform, it, it helps us out, it helps them out, adds, adds value. And I'm really hoping that down the road, they tokenize their V algo. Cause again, I'd love to take V algo. And again, you want to put your algo in the vault over there and, do whatever it is on AlgoFi you want to do, right? And then, you know, come right. over to Guard, deposit your V-Algo, and, um, you know, then then come use our platform too, right? So I think um, there's definitely, um, right right now, like everybody's just people on our team that we want to help support, figure out where we can add value. And again, if Algorand does well, then it, it means there's more opportunity for everybody else in Algorand to do well because um, there's- really Rising tides float all, all ships, right? I think that's good. Uh, can we talk a little bit about um, the process, um, not just the process, but really like the benefits uh, of minting Guard? So uh, a user comes in, uh, talk to us about the the voting differences, because I think that's important. Um, and then also some of those incentives. Um, I know some uh, one in particular is live now, and you've got a few others. You may or may not be at liberty to kind of share those additional incentives kind of heading down the road, but maybe you can give us just a little bit of a sneak peek. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the the switch to V2 really enables us to have a lot more features that we can bring out right now and in the future that add value for our users. But when we talk about voting, which has been uh, something that I would say we've had the leg up on since we, you know, what since we launched, um, is um, we let users vote on behalf of their actual assets, right? We're not throwing users' assets into some kind of a pool. We're not locking them up in a specific way. Users, when they use our platform, they still have custody over their assets, right? What happens is they, uh, you know, historically the whole time it's been algos, right? So they take their algos and they deposit them into a smart contract account, right? So every, I'm sure lots of people know about smart contracts. Essentially, those are just, uh, have code on a regular Algorand account, right? That's one way of being able to think about it. And so what happens is you deposit your, your algos into this other account that only you have custody over, you're the one who controls it, um, can mint guard from that account if you want, you can pay the guard back, you can vote, you can do all these different things, right? You're the one in, in charge. And what's really important about that is that adds some, some levels of safety, some levels of autonomy. And mm -hmm. it also just means that um, at the end of the day, like you have your algos, like obviously algos are fungible, right? It's not the same as Bitcoin or some of these other chains where like you could actually have like a, you know, a bad coin, if you will. Right. It's not the yeah. same. But, um, you know, everyone here, especially this early, I, I believe, is a big believer in Algorand and doesn't want to have that chance that someone else is ending up with their algos. And we're really the only platform that means put your yeah. algos into the smart contract. They're still your algos. Right. You know, you get to vote on them. And with other with other platforms, it's, it doesn't work out exactly that way. And so it. I think that's a, a really big value add and something that people will will care more about with time. I, I think is um, you know time passes yeah. and 
people there are a lot of folks who are if they're paying attention they may not want to delegate their votes right they may not want to lump them in together and just say okay we're going to vote with the foundation um they may want some autonomy and i i personally uh, i like that as a key feature um so it's a that's a highlight for me um and uh can we talk about the incentives I know everybody's, you know, wondering, okay, what kind of incentives are there if we switch over? Yeah, okay, the vote's cool, but what other incentives are there? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Something that we've been doing since day one and also a, a point of confusion for folks is that we have a, a token called our Guardian token, right? And um, it's something that we launched to, again, make the protocol have the best chance of succeeding long-term. And so what the Guardian token does is both with our V1 and our V2, it allows us to distribute ownership of the protocol, right? The Guardian token is this loyalty token that can be exchanged for our DAO token once we have uh, token generation for that. Um, but in the meantime, it means we can distribute ownership of the protocol without letting people vote because both are, both versions of the protocol, the V1, which we're you know, discontinuing service for, and V2 have voting built in, right? So uh, what that means is that where protocol revenues get sent, how protocol fees are determined, which account actually gets to update um, different parts of the protocol as well. All that's controlled via our, our DAO. And uh, so again, I think I think we, I don't want to say this for, again, I, this thing I can't say with 100% certainty, but I'm pretty sure we were the first protocol to launch with like on-chain governance possible, right? We didn't have yeah. any votes. But um, again, it was it was theoretically possible with V1, and it's certainly possible with V2. And um, so again, I think I think that's an important distinction as well, right? These these platforms that we put out uh, are really built with this uh, idea of decentralizing them, distributing ownership. And so one of the things people get through for participating is they'll get ownership in the protocol, right? Mm-hmm. But the kind of the bigger the bigger incentives and the thing that we're going to be really spearheading this uh, quarter is uh, our new product that we're launching is staking. And so we're going to be boosting staking significantly with a grant we've gotten from the foundation, right? So staking will pay out uh, rewards sustainably in perpetuity, right? Regardless of if the foundation is uh, stepping in because we're going to be able to distribute our protocol revenues, right? We're not diluting anything. We're not uh, creating something out of nothing. We're, we're putting our actual revenues into these staking contracts to um pay out users who want to stake their guard. So whether you've borrowed guard and you want to stake or you've bought it or you've received it and you want to stake, you can get protocol revenues, but we'll be um, deploying at least 5,000 guard a week into the staking contract, uh, perhaps much more um, to really boost the staking reward, right? And so uh, at least for this whole quarter, there should be a really great incentive to come stake. And uh, kind of we've got a cap that we've, we've put in place uh, for now of about 10k per week but depending on demand uh we really want to target that rate to be above 10 percent. and so again if not many folks are staking that 5,000 guard per week could be astronomically high in regard to an apr but uh you know we're hoping that that really brings a lot of folks over and then the more people who stake uh will certainly consider going above that 10k as well but um you know definitely a really great incentive to start staking this this quarter and um i think that Again, governance is really important, but with composability that we'll be launching in with folks finance and you know we can chat more about that as well. Uh, maybe you have these geogos lying around because you participated in governance and now you're like, well, what do I do the rest of the quarter, right? Yeah. Bring your geogos over, mint some guard, stake the guard, right? So we're going to be trying to uh, 
you know, even if it's not governance enrollment, we think there's a really high value proposition for folks to still borrow more guard, participate in the ecosystem, mint some guard, stake it natively, or maybe put it as uh, liquidity on a DEX. Like we're really thinking about how do we boost that velocity behind guard and how do we get more in circulation so that um, there's more value for anybody who's holding on to it. You really want to put together that flywheel effect, right? The more it's used, the faster it spins, the more users you collect. Um, and then it's really self-sustaining at, at that point in time. I'm curious, um, what do you see of significant value um, in the DAO structure? Um, we, we hear that, that that tossed around a lot and it's kind of been kind of a, a buzzword and everybody's like, oh, we want to, we want to put this in a DAO. But I think you have a, a, a little more thought process behind it um, because it, it's, it, you know, you, you just lean, lean, lean yourself into, you know, having some, some, um, some purpose there. What, what's your idea behind that DAO process? Sure. Well, again, I, I think not everything needs to be a DAO, right? Uh, there's There's been themes in crypto, right? I, I really think in real world use cases and and, uh, and adoption is going to be our next one. But, you know, we've had DAOs, we've had DeFi, we've had VR, right? We've mm -hmm. had all these different kind of themes that have been really exciting for, for different amounts of times uh, and led to some ecosystems really just permanently being a part of, of crypto for now, right? But uh, but DAOs are really exciting. And uh, why DAO is important for a, a protocol like ours is, um, again, like many people say, there's really no true decentralization right now as much as we like to say things are decentralized or as much as we want them to be. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't still work toward that. And so what a DAO allows us to do is, again, as we distribute ownership of the protocol, as we educate people about what the what's good about the protocol like what we envision for it long term and we get more people kind of to understand why the protocol is valuable why having a decentralized monetary system is valuable right and again we got to do things so incrementally right like right now we just have to mint our, the first 10 million guard right like that's kind of one of our goals uh is you know mint the first that's a milestone yeah that's right. a, that's a big we're, yeah we're, we're nowhere close to that right now i think i think that could change right but there's so many goals, but to become really like a truly decentralized monetary system, right? That's that's so far off, right? And uh, you know, to get there, we really do need to have lots of lots of people participating, lots of people, um, you know, chiming in and and uh, adding value with their their opinions. And you can't have the founding team in charge forever, right? I don't want to be in charge forever, right? I think you know, even even if you know, you told me in ten years. Uh, guard was going to be the decentralized monetary policy of the world because all fiat's. Oh no, sorry. Um, sorry, someone's calling me. All you know, all fiat's collapsed. Um, I thought my computer was turning off or something, but You're still there. You're still good. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so I... If you tell me all fiat's collapsed, right? Let me let me get a drink. <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah. <laughs> You tell me all the fiat's collapsed, right? Um, and things are looking a lot different than they are right now. I would still not want to be in charge of guard. I, I think that it needs to be something that a lot more people have a say in, a lot more people can participate in, and uh, that's something that should be run by the people. Right again, like some of the main reasons why we have issues right now with you know modern monetary theory is. Not enough people are weighing in, right? And the people who are weighing in most likely don't have the best interests of everybody else in mind. And um, like one of the many things we've built into this V2 for a multitude of reasons is that 
we don't always think we're going to be pegged to the dollar and we don't have to be right. So we can still be an over collateralized store of value that is not dollar related. Right. And so whether you're going to talk about regulatory hurdles, whether you're going to talk about um, dollar milkshake theory and what happens after, you know, the dollar even isn't worth anything. Right. Yeah. You know, we could have a Satoshi standard. We could have, you know, maybe the algo super important. We could, we could be like a 10th of an algo, right? There's so many different things that we could, yeah. um, you know, peg ourselves to. Um, and again, that's something that, depending on where we're at, the DAO could help decide, right? So, um, yeah, I, I think I think that being able to, in the, in the context of our platform, set the rates at which people borrow at, distribute where revenues go, um, you know, see who's in charge of actually updating parts of the contracts, whether that's like the commit to governance contract, like there's little things that do have to be updated over time, right? And uh, being able to decide who, who does those things, like it shouldn't always be, uh, you know, the founding team that's doing that, right? Like there's theoretically yeah. a time where we might not know what's best, right? There might be somebody else who's, who's better suited to, um, to come in and take care of things. So um, I, I think it's important to acknowledge that and to be open to it when the time comes. Good. But let's talk about the team for a second. Um, we don't often talk about our own internal teams. When, when we come on these interview shows, I do it too. When I go to events, we talk about external, like our customers, our clients, our collaborations. Um, but I imagine the last year has been, um, you've had trials and tribulations for the team as well as you've grown and changed and the project has, has uh, pivoted a few different times, right? You've added some, some features there that weren't maybe on the original roadmap. How has that impacted your team, its growth? Um, you know, how, how big do you think the team will get? Do you ever envision having a larger team? Or will this decentralization kind of keep you as a, a small and sort of like a, you know, SEAL Team 6 of uh, protocols? Yeah, so it's it's hard to talk about a team, right? Because um, I think anyone, no matter what kind of business is right now, you have contractors, right? That could look very different depending on the protocol, right? But you have to have lawyers that help you out. You have to have maybe a designer help you out. Like there's lots of things that that you get external help with. Um, and so without counting them, you know, just talking about our, our internal team, right? Even though some people who are external still feel pretty internal, right? Yeah. Um, I definitely think that if things are going well, we definitely have to expand, right? I mean, there's, there's no way that we can offer everything and, um, you know, scale the way we want to scale and all of that. Um, without more more team members right you know scalability is super important not only in blockchain but business right and um there's something a lot more we want to do and then there's limiting reagents to that right like we need to figure out how we keep it runway for a long time right especially in a market like this yeah. how do we um you know make sure that we we protect the balance sheet and and uh, you know figure out where priorities overlap and things like that so um, definitely want to scale. I definitely think there's opportunities to make some really great additional hires, right? I think that um, right now we really do have like the bases covered, right? Like, I mean, if we 100x or something, we definitely need more people, right? But I think mm -hmm. in regard to being able to communicate, develop, you know, make products that work, I think I think we're at a good place. But um, but again, um, adding adding team members really does change the role of different people on the team, though, because again. Uh, whether we're talking about me or a developer or anyone, when you start to have to communicate what you want to have done instead of doing it yourself and make sure that you articulate things uh, in a way that people understand so they know, okay, like this is what you want from me, this is what needs to get built. Um, it takes time and, and learning and, you know, it's uh, every, every team's different, right? Like I've, I've been a part of different teams in my life. 
uh, not only in the work uh, structure. I've been an athlete my whole life, really. Um, and so I definitely feel like I, I have, you know, experience with that. But it's, uh, you know, everyone's different and being able to work together is, is important. And so I think uh, scalability is huge, but also making sure that each step of the way um, yeah. that you uh, that you really get to know the people and like kind of, again, like when you think about traditional, like if you were going to graduate college and do that traditional rep, like you're going up the ladder. But if you're building a company, you're, you're building ladder below you in a sense. And so um, different perspective. You know, yeah, but you really have to make sure that each step is connected and, and that you know what everybody needs. And I think uh, at least from the founding team, like we all really know our strengths and where we need help, right? And so that's why we work together so well. And so I mm -hmm. think um, really that's that's the job, right? Is is figuring out, okay, like this is the type of people we have. This is where the strengths are. And then, you know, how can we bring in other people that that really complement, um, you know, folks where they, they might not be as strong, right? And so I think we've done a good job at that. I think that, you know, the, the initial starting point we all really complement each other really well. And that's why, you know, we've been able to build something for Algorand and have some staying power. But, um, you know, the talent's everything. And I, I certainly um, am so appreciative to not only the Algorand community, but, you know, specifically our team that's done everything, right? I mean, um, you know, I, I couldn't tell them enough, but, you know, I try to try to be appreciative and, I certainly uh, should should be even more more so. I mean, it's, it's nice it's, to give the team a, a shout out in a public interview. So good. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they watch this and realize that you appreciate them. I, well, I, hopefully they they know already. But you know, you're yeah. you're just making me think. Like I, you know, I I try to make that clear. But you're making me think. I'm like, oh man, I gotta you know, I gotta do even more because uh, no, it's great. They're they're really great. And um, again, just these are all people that. You know, in work, I mean, everybody, you know, I don't know anybody who doesn't have to work, but I guess they're out there, right? But those yeah. are the people you spend so much time with. And so another great thing about, again, getting to build a team is you get to kind of see what those personalities are like. And, you know, if you think it's going to match up and if you do a good job, it does match up. And so, again, I definitely feel really lucky to have gotten to know some of the folks that I'm working with now and have, mm -hmm. you know, just lots of time spent, you know, collaborating on something that's, you know, interesting, hopefully adding a lot of value to the, you know, Algorand community later, maybe the world. And, you yeah. know, I, definitely, definitely a great situation to be in. Well, fantastic. Riley, you are always so well-spoken. Um, I appreciate having you on. I've got one more question for you. And then um, I believe I might have cut you off earlier. Um, something about Algo, um, maybe it was G-Algo possibly. Anyway, if there's, if there's anything you want to wrap up with, I'll give you that opportunity. Um, but my, my last question here for you sort of on the record is, when was that aha moment for you? The biggest pivot, or it might just be when you had the initial idea. But in the last year and a half or so, like when, when was that biggest aha moment where something just clicked and it made the biggest difference for you? You know, I feel like we've had to pivot a lot. So I, and I feel like that's one of my strengths that I've brought to the team is, is, you know, being able to see what the problem is and then be like, okay, you know, we, again, in any business, right, some costs or, or stuff you have to just forget about. And um, in crypto in particular, where money spends really quickly, money comes really quickly and where, um, you know, a month is a year, right? I, just everything's so different. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think the, the biggest moment was a long, long time ago, like like two summers ago now, um, which is just when 
uh, was realizing, you know, we can build a stable coin platform that uh, you earn interest on intrinsically. And that's through that Algorand governance system, right? Where we can basically do liquid governance for Algorand. And again, I've been in crypto for a while, but liquid governance is somewhat of a new thing and figuring out how to be like, you know, we were the first ones who said, we're going to do this for Algorand, right? So I said, that was a big aha moment. That's what brought us into Algorand. And, um, you know, along the way, I think adding, um, you know, through talking to folks, you know, adding a DAO token that added a lot of value, right? Mm -hmm. I think that when we launched V1 and we were like, okay, you know, this might have been great if it launched six months ago, but now all of a sudden, the, you know, the competition's also stepped up its, its game, right? Um, and realizing, you know, now we have to be guard in the context of a DeFi ecosystem, not just the only game in town, right? I think I think that was a big a big moment when instead of saying, okay, you know what, we launched V1, we're just going to stick behind it for months and months and see what we can do. Yeah. You couldn't coast. Yeah, well, I was pretty much me like, all right, everyone, like we'll take a couple weeks. I mean, we didn't stop working, especially not the communication side of the team because that was, you know, we got to get everybody on board. But, uh, you know, I was pretty much basically immediately, we got to pivot. So um, I'm, I, I think with V2, you know, it's not going to be a pivot. It's going to be okay. We're here. Like now we can you know, start doing some other things. But I definitely feel like there's there's been more than one. And uh, I, I, I definitely, you know, when you say aha moment, I, I really do remember, uh, you know, calling David one night at like 11 p.m. It was just like during the week of the summer and being like, what if we did this? <laughs> yeah, this is where the value comes from, right? You know, because, yeah. uh, you know, read other white papers and, you know, figuring all this stuff out. But when I had that kind of thought, it was like, okay, here we go. Like now, now we're getting somewhere. And so that was that was definitely a, a fun moment for sure that you know I won't forget. Awesome. Well, I can tell you from experience and having lots of conversations, um, great ideas or those aha moments come frequently, more often than we even realize. People have great ideas. They call friends. They call relatives. They write it down. They make promises to themselves, but they don't follow through. So kudos to you for being the person that took that great idea, that aha moment, had the follow through to make it a reality and then didn't sit and coast, uh, as we said, after after V1 because you couldn't. You have that that innate spark to like, OK, what do we need to do to keep propelling forward to, um, you know, to collaborate, to innovate and and to still be relevant in the Algorand ecosystem? So I, th I think that's fantastic. Um, was there anything else that I forgot to ask you about that we should have touched on that you want to get out here today? Um, now's your opportunity. Well, I just want to add on to that and say um, when I was younger, right, people always talk about a million dollar idea. And, um, you know, definitely through this whole process, realizing that there's no such thing because nobody's going to pay, pay you just for an idea, right? Nobody's going to, okay, you have an idea, so what, right? Like everybody has an idea. And so that's definitely something that um, I feel like if anybody is like watching and is like, I want to start something or like, what's, what's that first step? It's actually doing something, right? It's, you can't just have a great idea. And that's something that I definitely had a big misconception about, right? I just thought... I'm gonna have such a great idea one day that someone's gonna be like, here's a check, like it's done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, again, that's the part of being naive, right? Again, I mean, yeah. I, I when I was a kid, right? I mean, obviously that notion has changed, but uh, but still going through that process of, um, you know, learning that, you know, it's all about the execution. It's all about um, making people believe that you can execute and um, getting folks behind your vision 
that's that's where the value add is right because again you know the best idea ever but if you can't make it happen then it, it, what what does it matter right you just had an idea so what so yeah. um I, I definitely think that that's something that um, I wish I'd learned sooner. And um, I definitely, um, I think it's good that you highlight that. I, I think, I think it's been a great, great interview. I think, I think we've covered a lot. Um, you know, maybe I'll watch it back, you know, you know, whenever it comes out, I'm like, Oh man, we, we missed one opportunity, but I just like add it in the comments or, or just tell me we need to do this again. <laughs> and, and we'll get a part two in there. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm always open. So I'm glad you messaged me and said, hey, it's been a long time. Let's reconnect. Um, I would love to have you on for V3 or that 10 millionth uh, minting or whatever project is on next. Or if it's just a random Tuesday, Riley, give me a call. We'll hop on and uh, we'll record some stuff. And the Algo fam will watch it and uh, we'll get some thoughts out there. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really good, and you know, I, I hope everyone just gets on guard and, and gives us a shot this quarter because I think I think every quarter there's been a good reason, and I think this one there's a great reason. That's that's having that staking live, and um, you know, everyone should just give it a shot. Leave us some feedback, join our groups, and like I've been saying, like right now, the more everyone succeeds in Algorand, the better off we'll all be. And so, just like I like literally use every DeFi protocol, I hope that. Folks who are uh, in DeFi and Algorand do consider, you know, just using every protocol, and that goes to our users, right? If you're only using Guard, I know there are some people that only use Guard. Um, give the other ones a shot too, you know. I, I want I want the outcome that's best for everybody, um, and sometimes that just means that you're along for the ride, right? You're just there to push everybody else. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean we'll be successful, but still very important, and you know, I. I really want the best for Algrand and the best for our, our community. Very noble. Uh, real quick before we go, uh, when is your weekly Twitter space? Sure. So we do that Wednesdays and we and we bumped it to 1 p.m. because we wanted to make sure that the West Coast could chime in. So uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time to be more specific. So every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, um, we, we do chat. And so again, I like to come to the Algo Fam chats every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern, and um, we do our our uh, you know guard space there. And again, as Algorand keeps growing, uh, we always let people show their projects. We let literally anybody come talk. Um, so I, I definitely like sure it's sponsored by Guard, right? And I'm there and accessible, and love when people ask about Guard, but also happy to just chat about general Algorand stuff or support another project that might want some you know engagement somehow fantastic all right well as i said earlier it's always a pleasure to have you everyone out there i appreciate you watching um tune in next time and as always i am your crypto nerd <laughs>